0: Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D.
1: And he was, at one point, the fastest man
0: in the world. Mmm. Mm. That's not a big claim to fame. <laughs> and if you didn't want it's to know that- That's something I'd be shouting from the rooftops. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. That's the only ones that Tom Cruise can pick, but yeah, anyway, go on.
1: But... But if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a
0: spoiler. It certainly is because what we do on this show, if you're not familiar, is that we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. But this week, we're actually going back and looking at a movie that we've explored in the past and seeing how close we actually got to predicting the plot. And I'm excited. I've been excited for this one for a long time. I've been excited for about almost two weeks (laughs) since we saw it, yes. Since we saw the movie, because this week we're talking about how well we did with predicting the plot of Top Gun Maverick. So we recorded the original Top Gun Maverick episode all the way back in... I think it was May 2020, so it's been two years since we've done that episode. I'd forgotten everything that we'd said in it. Me too. It was a treat to go back and listen to it, I've got to say. Yes. So if you haven't actually heard that original episode yet, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to that first, because we're mainly just going to be referring to what we said in that, rather than what the actual plot is for Top Gun Maverick. So if you haven't seen Top Gun Maverick either, I'd probably suggest seeing that movie first as well, because we are going to spoil a lot of elements from that movie, if there is anything really to spoil.
1: And it is worth saying as well that at the time we did our prediction there was only one
0: trailer i believe no there were two trailers there were two trailers there, were two trailers. there was
1: another trailer that i saw that was like way better
0: yeah so there was a uh, an official trailer that came out a couple of months ago just before the movie came out i think it was a month ago that the 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 newest trailer came out and that has way more information in it than we were ever exposed to yes. back in the day back two yes. years ago
1: that would have been helpful
0: when we were younger, less experienced predictors Now I feel like we've sort of like settled into a groove We know what we're doing now We're seasoned We're less likely to make stupid mistakes, or are we? <laughs> That's, that is the point of this episode, right? Because what you can do right now is you can put one of our previous predictions to the test One of our more recent predictions to the test Because in cinemas right now is Pixar's Lightyear I almost read that as Pixar's Lighthouse I'd really love to see that movie Oh my god, could Pixar's you imagine? Lighthouse? Could you imagine? Woody and Buzz forced to live in a lighthouse
1: together. <laughs> they have
0: sex with the uh, let's not go there. Yeah, the, the
1: shark, the rubber
0: shark. <laughs> oh dear. There's just an octopus up there for some reason. Mm. If you haven't seen the lighthouse, maybe go see that before you. You love see me cooking, you. Woody. You love my you love my lobster. Oh my god. Let's move on. Let's get into talking about Top Gun Maverick, Maddie. How much do you think Top Gun Maverick? Keep in mind as well that it's still in the cinemas. How much do you think that Top Gun Maverick has made in the box office so far? I think it's making an absolute bank. What was its budget? Its budget was $170 million, Mm -hmm. and most of that went to just joyriding in planes, basically. Yeah. Did you read that? Went went to Tom Cruise's ego. So, it cost some ridiculous amount like per minute to actually fly those jets around in the movie, because they were flying real jets, and they actually had Tom Cruise, as we discussed in the original episode. They had Tom Cruise in a real jet flying around, Mm. and just to rent them and use them for the movie just cost an exorbitant amount of money, so most of the budget went to actually using real jets.
1: Right. Well, I think it made $120 million.
0: 120... Volleyballs, mi- 120 yes. 120 volleyballs. Yep. How much does that equate to in dollars? A million dollars. So you reckon it's made $120 million yep. over two weeks? Yep. <laughs> really? Well, let's go for it. Yep. Uh, Well, you know... I, I, I think it
1: s- will make that amount of money, but maybe not right now.
0: Well, I hate to break it to you, Maddie. Do You're not particularly close this week, because so far, they haven't finished the theatrical run yet. So far, they have made $621.3 million and counting. Sick. Sick. So, nowhere near six times the amount that you suggested. <laughs> so, it is making absolute bank. Uh, I don't know if it's going to beat Jurassic World Dominion, which came out last week, but I, I suppose we'll see. I haven't really checked on Jurassic World Dominion's numbers, but yeah, people are apparently clamoring for a Top Gun movie. And so, everyone's going to see it, and I, I feel like we're finally returning to like pre-COVID uh, figures again. Yes. Pre-COVID box office again. Anyway, let's get into seeing how well we did with predicting the plot. Now, before we do, I think I should just explain the point system to everybody that we worked out. So, it's a real competition element that we have. So, if you imagine that Maddie D's Maverick and I'm Iceman or, yeah. or whichever your favourite aerial pilot is.
1: I'm Hangman and you're a Rooster. You have a so, moustache
0: so it works. Yeah. So, we have this whole competition element where we give each other points depending on how close we were and, and what information we were drawing from. So, if we completely guess something out of the blue, it's worth two points. So that's without any prior information, it's just a complete guess that ended up being correct. Otherwise, if we see something in the trailer and we get the context of it correct in the movie, that's a single point. If we say something that's kind of correct but not quite there, we only get half a point. Is everybody across the point system so far?
1: Well, I am, Kieran, I can't speak for the rest of the
0: class. I am trying really hard to like break it down in a really easy way, because I feel like 90% of the opening of... <laughs> This actual spoilers episode is us trying to explain the point system very (laughs) poorly. So if we could just break it down in a nice, simple way, that'd be perfect. But I don't think we're quite there yet. Anyway, so, I believe Maddie D went first in that episode, so it's only fair that I go over everything that you said and give you those points. And this was a plot I was very confident. Yes, that is my first point. You said that you were very confident with this plot prediction, so much so that you said that twice. And we all know what that means, folks. What have we learned in the last few installments of actual spoilers? Anytime anybody says that they're very confident, that means that they've got nothing. And they just don't realise it yet
1: That means that someone guessed that they were fighting the Japanese Yeah we'll get into that
0: (laughs) So I'm going to give you a bonus point straight away And you need to give me one as well Because we agreed in that original episode Or whenever it was that we talked about it That Tom Cruise's height would be disguised throughout the movie Oh god wasn't it So whenever he's standing next to someone like John Hamm or Miles Teller we're not going to be able to see that he's much shorter than them.
1: Although it wasn't disguised
0: as much as you'd think it would no, be. No. There's a few times where you actually see how short he is compared yeah. to the other actors. He's not particularly short. Sure. I mean, Miles Teller's not exactly a tall guy, but he's still taller than Tom no, Cruise. No, no. There is one shot I'm thinking of where Tom Cruise and Miles Teller are like having a face-off. Yeah. And he's like a couple of heads shorter than yeah. Miles Teller.
1: Well, M- Miles Teller, it makes Miles Teller look like he's 6'5", but really yeah. Miles Teller is
0: below 6 foot. I yeah, believe. that's right. I'm probably taller than Miles Teller. But yeah, him next to John Hamm. Well, like any time that he was talking to John Hamm, he had to be sitting down. Like yes, Either John Hamm had to be sitting down or Tom Cruise had to be sitting down. I'm thinking of when they're on the beach together watching the football game. Mm. Tom Cruise is sitting down, so there's like no way that he can be compared to John Hamm.
1: But I'm fairly certain Penny was taller than, than Tom. Than, yeah, uh, Maverick So you know I thought it was going to be Way more than it was But
0: Yeah it wasn't too bad I, I think we still deserve That bonus point Like sure. I said Don't forget to give it to Just me gave it well. to you now Great So you said that the movie Will start with a cold open With some scenery porn I gave you a point for that Because we actually see A recreation of the original opening It's enough for me To give it a point Because it is scenery porn I guess If the scenery porn That you like Is jets taking off And people pumping their fists In the air <laughs> Well they're flying around uh, You know the ocean, the sky, I guess. It looks nice. It's looks like nice. A, a nice sunrise or a sunset. So, yeah, good enough for me. You said that we'll see Maverick flying around in a makeshift plane. You called him a makeshift plane. So, it's like a, a plane he built himself out of like cardboard.
1: Yep, it's he's the got, Rescue
0: Ranger's plane. He's got a towel around his neck and a, two cereal boxes on <laughs> each arm. Yeah. He's jumping out of a tree. So, he, he's flying around in a makeshift plane that he owns in California. You were dead set. You actually said twice throughout the plot that this opening will take place in California accompanied by some epic music. It's because
1: I saw the filming locations.
0: Sure. I gave you half a point for that because we do see Maverick flying around in a test plane at the start of the movie, but this is taking place in Arizona and not California.
1: Oh, did they actually name the place?
0: Yeah, I I vaguely remember them saying that it was supposed to be Arizona at the start of the movie. That's where the test field is. Makes sense. Because then he has to travel to California to go to the the Top Gun Academy, but I believe that that footage was actually shot in California rather than Arizona. You know, movie magic. You said that Maverick will own his own plane. Now, this was something that I, I kept giving you shit about when we were in the cinema because I, I just yeah, you were such a jerk at the cinema. Fifteen minutes into the movie, I was just like, "That's right, Matty D. Reckon that Maverick's gonna have his own plane that he likes to showboat around in instead of a car. He just has a plane now." I was going to give you no points for that, but I'm actually going to give you two points for that. Oh, really? Because he does have a sort of like hobby plane that he's working on at the start of the movie and at the end of the movie He as does. Well. He doesn't fly it. Does he fly it? No, we never see him fly it. Yeah. I don't think he's even allowed to fly it. I, I don't know. Uh, you can get a license to fly a hobby plane, but you can't fly like actual military jets like you were sort of suggesting. Now, I feel like I deserve some kind of bonus point here because at this point I said to you... oh. He must own some kind of World War II bomber plane Yeah And is a hobbyist And in the actual movie That's exactly the He owns a P-51 Mustang Which is a World War II bomber
1: Yes, I know I
0: gave you a point for that All is right with the world (laughs) You said that Maverick returns to his apartment where we see a collection of pictures from the previous movie. Give you a point for that because while it's not in his apartments in his hangar, we do see his collection of photos from the previous movie. I don't think we ever see where Maverick lives outside of uh, his hangar. Well, I suppose
1: we presume he lives here.
0: In the hangar? Yeah. Does he sleep in the plane?
1: I think he probably has like a bed on the floor There's or a something. little cot that he pulls yeah. out.
0: Yeah, maybe. Now, you said that Maverick hasn't settled into his apartment. So, he's got like pictures that he hasn't hung up. The books are still in boxes. He's eating off of paper plates, presumably, but no, like I said, we don't see his house or wherever he lives in at any point in this movie. You said that John Hamm's character of Cyclone is waiting for Maverick in his apartment, so he let himself <laughs> in, presumably.
1: He's like Batman.
0: So, in the actual movie, Maverick meets Cyclone for the first time at the Top Gun Academy. There's no meeting between Cyclone and Maverick at any point during this section of the movie.
1: No, no, it happens later.
0: So, I get the feeling that you mixed Cyclone's character up with Ed Harris's. Yes. Sorry, John Hamm's character of Cyclone mixed up with Ed Harris's character of Hammer. Yeah. So, you thought that those two would have each other's roles. Yeah. So, yeah, that really sort of threw you off there. You said that Cyclone will tell Maverick that he's required to return to the Naval Air Station on Whidbey Island. You were very insistent that it was Whidbey Island. I actually give you half a point for that because Rear Admiral Hammer, who is Ed Harris, tells Maverick this... And the Naval Air Station where the Top Gun Academy is is in Fighter Town, San Diego. Now, Whitby Island is not a real location. However, they did film some scenes at Whitby Island. <laughs> okay, I was like wondering what that was. The Whitby Island Naval Base, but this is not where the Top Gun Academy scenes were filmed. So okay. this is actually the, the base where they stole the, the MiG ah. at the end of the movie. Right, so right, that's right. where they filmed those scenes. Okay. So you sorry, you said Whitby Island. <laughs> The actual island is Whidbey Island. You said Whidby Island. Okay.
1: Well, is you know, I mispronounced place. it. I'm sorry. but And it's also not the right It's location. not right
0: anyway, so it doesn't matter. But you still got half a point because, yeah, close enough. You just went too much into detail. <laughs> that wasn't required. Man, I went really at these filming locations and they did not help me at all. No. At all. No. It, it just goes to show that you shouldn't look into that stuff. It doesn't pay off. So you said that Maverick will arrive at the academy showboating in his own plane. <laughs> if only. So he's doing like loop-de-loops and fireworks are going off, and everyone's like, wow. And everyone's like, ooh, ah. No, that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing you said. No, actually, No, I'll get to that. I'll get to the dumbest thing you said later on. You said they we were introduced to all of the cadets as they watch Maverick perform a private air show for them. <laughs> now, I just want to point out straight away that they're not actually cadets. They're recent graduate aviators. Yes. So they've already passed the Top Gun class and they're all accomplished pilots at this stage. But you and I actually both thought that they were cadet pilots. So yes,
1: yes I can't give you
0: too much shit for that.
1: That's what we assumed because that's what the previous movie was about. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they're they're all graduated. We we had a conversation afterwards where we didn't even know if they were all part of the same you know
0: year or yeah graduating it's class. It's not clear. But it's not clear. Yeah, they're all graduated. Yeah, who knows? We can get into how old <laughs> Miles Teller's character is supposed to be <laughs> later on. But yeah, some stuff doesn't really make sense. But yeah, whatever. Maybe that's just us. So, you said that Rear Admiral Hammer is in charge of the Top Gun Academy. He's not. No. So, he's in charge of the test flights in Arizona. He's he's actually cancelling them.
1: Yeah, he's in charge of yelling at Maverick.
0: Yeah, exactly. And telling him his own credentials, (laughs) like he doesn't know them. So, you said that the Rear Admiral will tell Maverick that he needs to train some of the new recruits for a dangerous mission where they need to attack a military base in Japan. Now, I gave you a point and a half for that because that is so close to being correct. So, in the actual movie, they're planning to attack a like a uranium factory, is that correct? Somewhere where they're making nuclear sort of materials. It's a factory, yeah, yeah. But we're never told where the country is. I'm fairly certain it's not Japan.
1: No. The thing about the movie, and it threw us both off, is that they never reference who they're fighting. It's just- No. They just call them the enemy.
0: That's right. And we have no idea where the final- Showdown takes place. Yeah, no. What country it's in. No. Who they're associated with. You can
1: make assumptions, because it's a wintry kind of place.
0: I, I guess that's not important to the movie. So you were under the impression that the bad guys would just be Japanese because they filmed in Japan at one stage.
1: Yes. And also, I think one of the planes was a Japanese plane. I don't know why, but I was just like... I I remember at the time, I was like, I need to make a decision. I need to pick where the bad guys are from because it's going to be mentioned in the movie and I may as well make a stab. It's not like they're going to not reference it at all. So I may as well just... Pick a country and just go with it, and it turns out that they just didn't even reference it at all.
0: So, yeah, you were completely wrong in so that assessment. If I, there, I just but, yeah.
1: left that point out, I would have been more right than I ended up being.
0: I don't know if I said this on the show or off-air, but I compared it to Tomorrow When the War Began. You did, yes. The actual movie, that is. It was sort of like Tomorrow When the War Began, where it's ambiguous where they're from.
1: Yes, you did mention that in your
0: plot. Mm, interesting. You said that Rear Admiral Hammer lists Maverick's achievements to him and highlights that he's never progressed through the ranks. I gave you a point for that because it was in the trailer, of course. You said that Maverick is a speed junkie, and when I say that, I mean an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> He's not addicted to speed. He's not doing speed. He, has, he feels the need The need for speed, and it, I gave you a point for that because we know that about Maverick already.
1: Yeah, he, he likes to fly really, really fast. What's that?
0: It's a plane, I think, but I don't think it'll turn up in the mix. That's hilarious right. that there's a plane flying mm, right? right now. <laughs> it's Maverick. He's coming back to get his revenge for all these short jokes. So you said that Hammer tells Maverick that he's a part of a dying breed, and Maverick says that he's not dead yet. Gave you a point for that as well, because it was in the trailer. I completely forgot it was in the trailer, but I was like, I saw it in the movie. You must have seen it in the trailer. Yes. You said that Maverick will find all his old belongings in his locker at the Top Gun Academy. So <laughs>
1: now, that is ridiculous. His jacket. And That's ridiculous. Like, I've- it was there
0: for 30 years. Well, no one knew the combination, and They're just like, well, we just got to leave that here. <laughs> like, they'd never, like, <laughs> drill out the locker and then just clear it out. I oh, know, so it's locked. We do see him putting on his old jacket, but he keeps that in his, sensibly, he keeps that in his <laughs> hanger at home. And he's like, huh. There's no Taiwanese flag here Or Japanese <laughs> Yeah Both the Taiwanese and the Japanese flags were obscured But they're actually back in the proper movie, I noticed oh, did, Were they? Did, you, yeah, did they, you notice that? Yeah, I noticed that they, they changed it And I read an article as well Saying that they changed it back ah. Because Hollywood no longer This is something we discussed two years ago at the moment, Hollywood is no longer relying on the Chinese box office to make profits from movies. So ever since COVID and a lot of stuff was getting banned and it's just harder and harder releasing films to a Chinese audience, they're like, screw it, we're <laughs> going to rely totally on domestic and in otherwise international, like outside, excluding China's international box office. And yeah, we, we're not going to sit and just alter stuff just to appease them anymore, which is, I think, a good direction. Because I think movies were being held back for years because of all the restrictions that China was putting on releases. You weren't allowed to have same sex couples at one stage. Nor ghosts. (laughs) Nor ghosts. Nor Taiwan or Japan, apparently. They're upset by that because they don't think Taiwan's a country. Cause yeah. Aren't they trying to invade it or something yeah. like that? This is not the place to be having this conversation. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not. Let's move on. We don't on. have the authority to talk about this, but uh, let's talk about Top Gun. You said that the young aviators talk about Maverick as though he's a mythical presence. Now, in the action movie, they don't even really seem to know who he is. Uh-huh. They haven't really heard of him. It isn't until like halfway through that they see like a picture of him yeah. and Goose, and they're like, oh, look, there he is. He was part of the Academy years ago, so... <laughs> He doesn't have this huge reputation like we, I guess, we imagined that he would. Or specifically, you thought he would. I thought
1: there was one character that did talk about him, about his, like, legendary status. Uh, Yeah. Phoenix,
0: didn't she mention him? One of them, I think, might have. Like, they they mentioned that they'd heard of him. But when he walks into the bar at the start of the movie, no one recognizes him. And no one's like, oh, my God, it's Maverick. (laughs) So, yeah, it's not in the way that you thought. Yeah, fair. You You said that there will be a volleyball scene, except this time with sexy women gave you half a point for that because it's a football game and not a volleyball game but there is women there. You can argue There's if they're sexy or not. One woman. There's two women. There were two women in the oh, volleyball scene. Oh. Look at that progression. I have no idea. I have no idea who the second woman was supposed to be since there was only one woman in their team but maybe maybe Phoenix had a friend.
1: Oh, maybe. There's so another bro- woman in the uh in the academy.
0: Yeah, maybe. Who knows? You said that Maverick will sit and watch the volleyball game, or football game, as this may be, with a smile on his face. <laughs> gave you a point for that because he actually plays in the football game, but he does sit down and watch afterwards. So mm-hmm. basically two half points there. True. You said that Cyclone introduces Maverick to the team of young aviators, so he's already had a volleyball game watching <laughs> them at this point.
1: He's just watching it like a creep with yeah. a boner in his pants, just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then John Hamm's just like,
0: hey, these are your students. He's like, oh. And uh, Cyclone tells them that Maverick will be selecting the squad members himself for the mission. I gave you a point and a half for that that because it was actually in the trailer but that is very much the plot of the movie as well you said that rooster will be in love with phoenix no Nope. nobody's in love with phoenix as far as i know poor phoenix i mean there might be secretly but it's not something they explore in the movie you said that rooster will confide in phoenix that his father goose died because of maverick's recklessness what a goose i gave you half a point for that because he kind of thinks that he kind of believes that but he's more so ma- i'll get into it later on right but the impression is there that he does blame maverick for his father's death in mm-hmm. in a loose way yep So, you said that Rooster and Maverick will have a conflict throughout the movie, quite like Iceman and Maverick in the first movie. Gave you a point and a half for that, because Rooster doesn't like Maverick for most of the movie until they make up towards the end. But that's mainly because Maverick held him back from joining the Academy in the first place by how many years? Five years? Four years, I think they
1: said. You know, to make it realistic with Miles Teller's age.
0: I guess so. So, are we to presume that all of the other cadets are like 35, 34? I guess so. And then Miles Teller, well, Rooster is 39. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. We were very confused about it when we came out of the cinema. Yeah, uh, because Miles Teller, the actor, was born after the
1: events of, after the the movie, after the first movie. So he's 35. Yeah,
0: so it doesn't add up. He's playing a 39-year-old in the movie, though. Yeah. So apparently holding him back uh, four years means that, yeah, he was was 35 when he joined and everyone else was like 31 when they joined, so (laughs) whatever. The movie doesn't have to take place in present day. Yeah, good point. I guess we established that it was 2020 because that was when the movie was supposed to come out. Uh But it doesn't matter. Like, It's not the sort of movie where you focus on people's ages and like not making sense whether they should be there or not. So you said that Maverick will teach the cadets, but they think he's too old school because they all rely too much on technology. Now, the opposite is actually true. Maverick does rely on technology as much as they do. And he is very sort of, I don't know, he, he seems to know more about the planes than they do.
1: Yeah, he follows his instinct, but he's like one with the planes.
0: It's funny you should say that, because my next point here is that you said that Maverick is able to reach the cadets by impressing them, by relying on his instincts. Gave you a point and a half for that, because he generally is just a better pilot than them yes. most of the time. But he does use a lot of unconventional, unsanctioned maneuvers throughout mm. the training.
1: And that's the difference between him and Rooster, right, is that he trusts his gut, whereas Rooster yeah, that's doesn't. Right.
0: that's right. You said that Rooster and Maverick will get into a physical altercation- Now, it's actually Rooster and Hangman in the actual movie who get into an altercation, but I can see why you thought that was the case because rewatching the trailer, they cut it to make it look like Rooster is (laughs) shoving Maverick. Yes. So it was a very tricky bit of editing, but if you go frame by frame, you can actually see that it's Hangman, who I thought was payback. Yes. (laughs) You said that Maverick will tell Rooster how much his father meant to him, but Rooster doesn't care. I give you two points for that because I'm pretty sure that does happen towards the start of the movie. Yes, it does happen. He was like, I loved your father, and he's just like, man... I don't care. (laughs) I think in the movie, he says, Rooster, that he says, Get off your
1: soapbox. Is there anything else you need? Like, am I dismissed? Because he doesn't want to have a bar of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. You said that Maverick will meet back up with Iceman, who is now a respectable officer. I gave you a point for that because we knew that Iceman was going to be in the movie and he was Mm going to be a high-ranking, I guess, official. Although this
1: surprised a lot of people that he was in this movie
0: Even though they said two years ago that he was going to be in it And, yep. and the rank that he was going to be
1: Nobody listens to that stuff though
0: Apparently not, well it was two years ago so maybe they just forgot <laughs> So you said that Iceman and Maverick will share a nostalgic moment But only for one scene, yeah, bang kiss. on the money there, two points And What did you just say? Yeah, kiss They do not kiss <laughs> And you said that Iceman will die of cancer off screen And Maverick will attend his funeral, two points How did you get that? I don't know. I'm a genius. Maybe you knew about Val Kilmer's real life uh, throat <laughs> cancer condition. By the way, did you know that the the way that they got him to speak in the movie was that they used like an AI recording of Val Kilmer's yes, voice? Yes, I did.
1: I did read that after after, after the, case, the fact. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's big news at yeah. the moment, apparently,
1: because he he can't speak at the moment. Yeah, Val Kilmer um,
0: physically can't speak. I so. watched that
1: great documentary he did on Netflix, um, and you know he's, he struggles
0: to speak. Well, so. he can't speak at all now. Mm. So I yeah. oh, can't at all. Can't at all. So they actually used an AI voice
1: because in the in the documentary, I think they used that machine thing. Yeah, do you know the one? Like I'm talking the about?
0: smokers use it. Yes, to give you the robot voice. Yeah, yeah. So he may use that now, but yeah, he certainly wasn't using it in the movie. But I sort of feel like that's a lot of extra effort to go to, to actually like AI synthesize Val Kilmer's voice. I liked it, to be honest with you. I
1: think- But couldn't you just got anybody just to be like, <laughs> and it would have been like
0: the same effect? Okay,
1: yeah, maybe, maybe. But I, I like the fact that they got him to speak at least yeah. one line. I think it
0: kind of added yeah, sort yeah. Well, of closure to the I don't to have an issue with that. It's just going to the effort to spend all that time and money synthesizing his voice and using AI to do it. Mm. I mean, they could have just done it on a computer, presumably, in presumably. 10 seconds, but... Or like a I family said,
1: member of his, just maybe? Just
0: grab a family member and get them to growl into a microphone, and yeah, I'm sure it would have been the same effect.
1: I guess it adds the authenticity, right? Sure. People appreciate the effort there?
0: Yeah, I guess so. In just any case, I was right there. That was a, that was a big call by yeah, me. Yeah, it was. I was very impressed. Probably the best call you made in the whole thing. <laughs> it was! <laughs> you said that Maverick will also reunite with his old love interest, Charlie, who is now married with kids. Now, Charlie oh, does dear. not, predictably... Charlie does not appear in the movie at all.
1: Now, we knew and this. And
0: I knew that back in the original episode.
1: We knew this. I thought that they might be... Uh, it was never confirmed, but I thought they might have done it and kept it a secret and been like, sure.
0: surprise! You know? Nobody would have recognized her, though. Yeah. I don't know. Missed if you, if opportunity, seen, in my opinion. Have you seen Charlie these days? Yeah,
1: but they got Val back. Yeah.
0: Oh, well. Okay. Who's so suffering it was from huge health issues. It was a call, but even back in that original episode, I knew it wasn't going to happen. So you said that Maverick finally gets through to the cadets I think we already established that he'd gotten through to the cadets But he's gotten through to them and they have a party at a local bar I gave you a point for that because this does happen But the party in the bar is before Maverick knows who the cadets are yep. He watches Rooster sing uh, Great Balls of Fire through the window I thought he was going to sing uh, You've Lost That Loving <laughs> Feeling <laughs> or Whatever, we'll get into that But that he was... has a somber moment? Yeah, he has a somber moment looking through the, the window like you predicted But that was the scene in the movie as well that I, uh, I couldn't help laughing at Because he's standing there looking through the window <laughs> Watching a Rooster And then like He's standing up on a box And he jumps off the box And then walks away and I, and I sort of got the impression like Oh That was like an outtake That we weren't supposed to see Tom Cruise jumped off the box That he was standing on To make himself look taller And then walked away <laughs> Thinking the shot was over Moving on You're really hitting Cruise hard here Well we did in the original episode so Yeah why not, why not continue through here <laughs> You said that Maverick Will finally select his team For the mission Including Rooster Phoenix And possibly Hangman I'm giving you 2 points for that because minus hangman, you're pretty much dead on the money. Yeah, hangman is a reserve. He's right? a reserve so that still counts. That's why I gave you 2 points. And he does help them out in the final battle as well. He comes, he comes good in the end. You said that the enemy are Japanese terrorists oh who somehow have a fleet of fighter jets. <laughs> That's not the case at all, even though we don't know who they are. Go they, big or go home. They could be Japanese terrorists, though I doubt it. Could be Japanese, could be Korean, could
1: be Russian.
0: Terrorists? Terrorists. Where do terrorists get a fleet of fighter jets from? They stole them. Uh, well, the... we saw how easy that is to do, so yeah. After maybe, graduating maybe onto something here. After graduating from the bad guy
1: academy, they went and stole some jets. Or made their own like Tom Cruise.
0: Yeah, at the start of the movie. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) So you said the aviators will fight the bad guys and win. Simple as that. Two points because that's the case. We don't even lose any of our aviators in the actual movie. So, yeah, two points there. You said that Maverick and Rooster will work together and are each other's wingman. Two points again because that happens in the movie. We didn't know that was going to happen. So, yeah, worth two points. I mean, it's a good assumption, but yes. And that is the last lot of points that Matty D gets for the rest of his plot. Oh, no. But it doesn't stop there. Let's continue. You said that in a twist- Rear Admiral Hammer is revealed (laughs) to be working with the Japanese terrorists in order to profiteer from war. Now, that's something you do all the time in your plots. It's just like someone has to be, one of the good guys always has to be profiteering from war. Like, that's just a thing that random people in the military do, apparently. they do that. When have you ever seen that happen in a movie? Outside of Spawn or something stupid like that. Uh, A good guy, uh, someone profiteering from war? Yeah, like a military person profiteering from war by working with the bad guys. Under, uh, Avatar? Siege, under Siege, maybe. Avatar? Yeah, maybe Avatar.
1: It, it kind of happens in the Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> I don't remember Trying it Trying to well. think of other examples here. I think they've given some good examples, but I can't think of recent examples <laughs> where that's happened. It's something you always lean on, though. You said... Oh, I like this bit. Oh, yeah? You said that Hammer had Maverick arrange this team of aviators to take out the terrorists in order to cover up his tracks and presumes that Maverick would be killed in action during this uh, mission. What an elaborate scheme. That's the exact same plot as your Kingsman plot. Did you notice that? Was it? Remember you said that Charles Dance in the Kingsman, he is profiteering from war, mm-hmm. and he is has this group of bad guys, and he sets up the Kingsman to go and kill Rasputin to cover up his tracks. While he's profiteering from well, war. Oh, one of these days That's going to be right. Well, it hasn't been right yet. <laughs> so well, I'm going to keep It's time keep to retire going. that one. You did your Kingsman plot around the same time, too. So, oh, yeah. It must go. have just been fresh on your mind. <laughs> but, yeah, I love that, you know, he has this whole, like, <laughs> the Rear Admiral goes out, recruits Maverick, spends all this time and money getting this team together to go destroy an operation that he started. <laughs> Look. <laughs> huh? Look, I just thought there would be a twist in this movie at the end. Um, Oh, yeah, Top Gun, known for its famous twist. Well, come on, modern movies are, though. Like what? Um, Like, uh, (laughs) there's usually a twist, right? I'm trying to think. Well, there was a twist in the Kingsman. It wasn't a good one. (laughs) Like, you were kind of on the right track because it was actually Charles Dance's uh, assistant. Uh,
1: Later, Spider-Man
0: has a twist. Does it? Yeah. Green Goblin is a bad guy. That's a twist. That's not a twist. That's a twist. (laughs) That's not a twist at all. (laughs) That's obvious. All right, moving back to your plot. You said that Maverick and his team go rogue when the rear admiral announces that they are all war criminals. Of course, that doesn't happen in the movie. You said that Maverick and his team have to fight drones, but they're able to beat them. That's a cool idea. Yeah, it doesn't happen in the movie, though. No, it does not. So your idea was that, like, the military's over-reliant on technology, and because of Maverick's uh, old-school... Gusto! There was still, like, technology back in the 80s when he was a pilot, but, uh... Using his old gusto and his his unconventional techniques, he, they're able to take out the drones, which is supposed to be like an impossible task. Doesn't happen in the movie. I guess, and
1: I'm not saying I'm right, but I guess in a way, Maverick, because he's so old school, he's the only one who can fly that relic plane
0: that he finds. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess in a way that- You mean that, in the actual movie, yeah. Yeah, but the actual not, movie. He's not fighting drones, though. He's no, just he's fighting not. much more advanced planes.
1: I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm saying it's interesting that that is a kind of thread in the movie, that he's yeah. old
0: school ways.
1: Well, it's just he had the know, most
0: experience with that old plane, so mm. he's able to pilot it and get out of the situation yeah. unscathed. Yeah. With the help of uh, Rooster, of course.
1: Who just knows how to do it
0: as well? Well, no, Maverick has to give him instructions, and he but, doesn't know where any of the buttons yeah, are.
1: Yeah, it doesn't Maverick Be like, oh, I don't know. Goose dealt dealt with this. I do
0: actually like how Rooster has to like look out the back window because they don't have the radar. He doesn't know where the button for the radar is. Like, he doesn't know <laughs> where the on button is. So he physically has to turn around and look and see where the planes are. Like that amused me. Yeah. You said that Maverick will be given a badge or something. <laughs> did I say? Did I? Did I use the words a badge or something? Yes, I have it in quotes here. And That's he's great. brought on full-time as an instructor at the Top Gun Academy. That's not the case at all. He doesn't get a badge. And in the actual movie, he's, they're like, get out. Get the <laughs> fuck <laughs> out. You're never working in the military again. Yeah. yeah. Before he gets kicked out, everyone goes, where's Penny? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He <just> like. <laughs> doesn't
1: appear in my plot at all. Yeah.
0: You said that Hammer is arrested and Roost and Phoenix get together. Neither of those things happen. Nope. You said that Maverick jumps back in his personal jet and flies off to some cool music. <laughs> In the actual movie, as I've already said, he's actually forced to retire. They're like, we're done with you. We're washing our hands with you. You're no longer a, a pilot anymore. Get the fuck out.
1: Well, he might he might continue. We don't really know what happens afterwards.
0: No. It's presumed, I suppose. Or, well, I presume that he's going to be finished. He's going to go... Be a sailor instead of a pilot. <laughs> He's going to be a sailor, is he? Yeah. Well, I presume that he was going to continue on with the um, with the Navy
1: in some capacity because he proved himself.
0: Well, they said that you're done. They basically forced him to retire at the end. So I don't think that's the case at oh, all. Okay. suppose we'll see. Please correct us if we're wrong.
1: Well, it's, it's never said. So you can sort of speculate either way, I think.
0: You mentioned that you didn't mention Penny at all. <laughs> yes, so man. earlier in this plot, in this episode, you said that, oh, where's Penny? Wasn't mentioned in my plot at all. Now, in the original episode, when you were finished with your plot, you were done, and Dustin Analysis, like, you didn't even mention Penny at all. And you're like, I didn't even realize she was going to be a character in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> You I did know. zero research whatsoever. I know. So I pushed you a little bit, and I said, okay, what is Penny's role if she is appearing in the movie? You said, oh, probably going to be the love interest <laughs> of Maverick, but the movie won't really focus on her. <sighs> I didn't give you any points because you wouldn't have brought it up if it wasn't for me I don't, so get,
1: anything- a, I don't get a half
0: a point, a single point No, no, because what? your assessment was still wrong What do you mean? What, the only the thing you interest? got right was that she was the love interest You didn't even know the character was in the movie So no. I'm not going to credit you for something I helped you do
1: I, I do it for you I think that deserves a point I think that deserves at I'll least a single point
0: No, I'm going to give you half a, a point, point. No, half a Because point. She, the movie the doesn't movie- focus on her, that's true It focuses on her more than it did Charlie in the first movie Yeah, not a lot Half a point Debatable Half Debatable. a point I was going to give you zero points You can have half a point on nothing How's I think that? I deserve Okay I'll take half a point So that gives you a total of If you bring everything together A total of 31.5 points 31.5 points Now you're looking impressed with yourself I'm happy with that You had a few good calls But you should not be proud of this plot Because <laughs> <laughs> most of it was nonsense
1: What do you mean? I think that sounded pretty oh, much Oh yeah that
0: whole second half Where you got no points Yeah
1: don't don't you speak to, Don't you speak too soon sir all right, I let's, look, let's go I, into it. I'm happy with that. I think that was pretty, be. That pretty was close to the movie. And, you know, I went out on a limb. You maybe. had like
0: three good it, calls <laughs> and everything else was nonsense.
1: I said that Val Kilmer would die of cancer. Yeah, that was one of
0: three good calls. <laughs>
1: that's, that's, and that happened. Yes. 31. That's
0: all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, it's better than 12, I suppose, <laughs> which is what you're
1: used to getting these days. All right, Mr. Smarty Pants. Let's talk about your plot then. So oh, I'm excited. Yeah, all right. Okay, and this was a plot that you also said you were very confident in. I don't remember saying that, you but did. it doesn't surprise me you that did. I would have said you that. You did. You said you think you called the movie, or at least you said between the two of us, because okay. we, we were kind of on that the same page. Like we think between us, we've got the movie. That's what sure. you thought. So you said that it would open with the iconic theme music, yep. This is correct. It is zimified a little bit uh, and it does it does start with the danger zone. No, that's second. Oh, that's that that second. second. Okay, I got it the other way around. Either way it gave you two
0: points because we do hear the iconic score.
1: Bing. Guess that that was was a a good call. That was a good call, yeah. And that's how the exactly
0: how the movie starts up. I thought it was the other way around, but it starts off with the theme and then it goes into Highway to the Danger. Highway to the danger. Because the original movie started the exact same way. Yes. If you were familiar with that movie, you'd probably be familiar with how it opens. (laughs) Yes, yes,
1: yes. So you said that Maverick has been a test pilot. This is true, mm. and he is showing did off. Did you give me points for
0: saying that Highway to the Danger yes, Zone would be in the movie as well? Yes, I do. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. I, g- I gave you points for that. Cool. I think I talk about it a little later.
0: Yeah. Test pilot. Also, I said that Berlin's Take oh. My Breath Away is not going to appear in the movie at all, and that's yep. the case.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I get into that a little while sure. later. But okay. the thing you said test first pilot. was that he was a test pilot. He's showing off cool moves. You said that. Uh, you said that Danger Zone would be referenced. But not played So I give you a point Because it is I was back and forth on
0: it Yeah I said that it won't be in the movie And then I ended up settling That it will will be referenced in the movie So I gave you half a point Because it actually is
1: um, Not just referenced But it is So I think it deserves You know half a point for that Yeah that's fair enough After all you actually mentioned it Yes Uh, You said that Maverick would Get called into Ed Harris's office I can't remember The name of this character Hammer Hammer Yeah Cool Hammer time (laughs) (laughs) Yeah So, yeah, you said that he would get called into uh, Hammer's office. Now, technically, this isn't true per se, because Hammer actually comes to visit the test fighter's base. So, whose
0: office is he in when he's talking to Hammer and Hammer's reading his credentials to him?
1: Uh, That would be... His office?
0: Yes. <laughs> I so totally forgot about he that. He does scene. call him into his office.
1: Okay. Well, I gave you a point for this anyway, because it was close enough for me. But And it was in the trailer. Yes. And it was in the movie. Yes, yes. So, yes. yes a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you a point, because it's close sure. enough anyway. But, yeah, to your point. Yeah. I guess he is in the office. But he comes, he comes in. He wants to shut down the project. Um, and he also brings everyone up to speed on Maverick's history, which does happen. We saw that in the trailer. Mm-hmm. We saw that in the movie. Now, you thought that Hammer would offer Maverick a position in you the You haven't mentioned Academy? Berlin's Take My
0: Breath Away at all yet. What do you mean? Uh, uh, before this point in my plot, I said that Berlin's Take My Breath Away won't be mentioned or featured in the movie at all. Yes. And that was correct.
1: And it, Yeah, it wasn't. Cool. Points for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, Sorry, okay. I, d- I didn't mention that, that you get a point for that. <laughs> for, for saying something's not going to be in there. Yeah, of course. okay. <laughs> That's no, I still do give prediction. you a point. <laughs> I do give you a point for that. It's included in the points previously. Yeah, you thought that Hammer, what he was doing here, was offering Maverick a position at the Academy, but he's actually there to fire Maverick. Yep. Uh until an une- in your plot you said this, until an unexpected call comes to make him as the trainer. Sure. To hire him as the trainer. So you're on the right track, but it doesn't, doesn't quite pan out that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. In both uh, your plot and the movie, Maverick is reluctant. So I'll give you a point for that. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to be a trainer. But he has no choice. Because he's going to be fired otherwise. Now, Hammer is more supportive in your plot than in, in the movie, but in your plot and in the movie, it, it is it's a decision by Iceman mm-hmm. uh, to hire Maverick. Yep, in your plot. True. Yeah. Yeah. Give you a point for that. It give you two points actually.
0: Um, in your plot, Iceman is the big boss, which he is, and it's the head of naval operations. (laughs) Yeah, I I think he actually was in the real movie. He was. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he doesn't work too much these days in the movie because he's uh, sick and dying. (laughs) Yes. But and he's also pulling the strings and helping Maverick out and hiring him and that. Yeah, that's all correct.
1: You get two points for that as well. Now, in your plot, you said that Maverick will meet Iceman at a point, and. Mm -hmm. He will tell him that it was his decision to make Maverick the Instructor. Now, this is done in the movie, but it's done through text messages. Yeah, that's right. There's a meeting that happens later on. Which is
0: so weird. Like, I don't imagine Iceman and Maverick sitting there, like, texting each other. Like 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 emojis and GIFs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't actually do that to their credit, but it just seems so weird. I know Because the other thing as well I don't know if you're the same But whenever I read like text messages in the movie I always hear my voice (laughs) So I just was imagining Iceman with my voice
1: No I imagine the character's voice
0: Oh really okay Which was hard in this instance But yeah whenever I read anything Unless I'm like reading a book or something I just imagine my voice when I'm reading (laughs) Not a very authoritarian voice for Iceman Well (laughs) Yeah
1: But in any case, yeah. So this information is passed through, through either text messages or uh, characters who have orders passed from Iceman to Maverick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: you're on the right track there. Sure. Enough to get points for. And and, and again, there is a scene later on where Iceman is at home and, and Iceman gives Maverick a little bit of last-minute advice. So
0: Yeah, last-minute yep. because he's just about to die.
1: Yeah. And, and you were correct also because you said we would only see him once and never yep. again. Boom. And this is because... Of his health, not because of his weight, Kieran. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's Lo- When I heard that in the episode, I was like, "Oh, Kieran."
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that he'd lost weight. But <laughs> that's what you take from this. I'm still like ten years ago. Apparently, <laughs> all my references are ten years old. Now, you said uh, in a in a very brilliant prediction
1: that Maverick would not fly his plane to the academy; that no. he would ride his bike to the top. say, so,
0: yeah, yeah. Sensible a- is what I'd call it. <laughs>
1: So I give you two points for that. He drives past the jet uh, and he waves at the people (laughs) flying the jet. He's like, hello. (laughs) Big summer blowout. Why do I reference that in this episode? Now, you said that Japan would not appear in the movie and it would not be mentioned. Congratulations. That is right. Beyond his flag on his jacket, but yes. Yes. And you said the reason... And you said that same same reason as the like Taiwanese flag is, is uh, taken off the jacket is because they, they're not going to reference it, which is true. They don't reference any of that. No. In the movie. Now, you said that when Maverick arrives at the Top Gun Academy, he acts
0: too cool for school for
1: everything. That's your words there. And I yep. think it's quite accurate. Yeah.
0: No he, one knows. In the actual movie, he gets like this big book of like instructions. Like, Oh, I get to that. Don't uh, you oh, worry. Okay. Don't you I'm worry. Sure. Don't
1: you worry. And also you said no one knows who he is. And that's that's true. the case. That's exactly the case. He's... Somewhat of a mythical presence, but no one, as we mentioned before, knows who he is. So you no. get points for that. Um, you also said it's going to be referenced how old he is. And surprisingly, that does happen. Yeah, yeah they, it does. All the younger cadets make fun of him, which I never thought Tom Cruise would let happen. Be like, well, I'm so sprightly. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He said he meets Cyclone, who doesn't like Maverick. True. Yep. You thought that the relationship between the two would be that uh, Cyclone doesn't like Maverick's recklessness. Now, this is true. Yeah.
0: But a bigger component- So, I thought he would be the Tom Skerritt character from the first movie. Yes. Which he essentially is. He essentially is. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, it's essentially true that he doesn't like the fact that Maverick is reckless. But a bigger component of their relationship, and this is up for debate, by the way, so disagree with me if, if you sure, think I'm okay. wrong. But I felt like a bigger- uh, a, a bigger thing between the, the bigger conflict between the two was that Cyclone believes in the success of the mission over the
0: pilots, whereas Maverick wants the yeah. pilots to come back alive. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, exactly right there. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that and point. Maverick ultimately suggests more sorry. because Cyclone thinks it's going to be a suicide mission. Yes. But Maverick believes that it is possible to do it without losing anybody.
1: Yeah, and, and Maverick's suggestion is he wants to take a dangerous, more riskier approach yeah. to ensure Everybody gets out alive, yep. whereas an easier option would be suicide mission.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let them
1: get gunned down and, and, and blow yeah, up the base. Yeah,
0: I'm not going to argue that point, but yeah. yeah.
1: And also, as well, because Maverick wants everyone to survive, he offers unconventional training, Yeah, which does happen in the movie.
0: Flying as Flying well, as below said. the- What did they call it? Flying oh, below the, the- The something zone. The danger zone? The danger the zone? zone. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. We watched this movie two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, you thought that Maverick's old
1: relationship had failed, as in his relationship with the Charlie, yeah, uh, because he was more interested in planes. Yeah. I guess that's the that case. Was a joke. I mean- But it was funny to think about well, that. Well, I, th- I think what you were saying, all jokes aside, I think you were saying that he was more focused on flying. Yeah, I guess that might be the case. a career man. It's never referenced. Yeah. His relationship no, with never, Charlie never is never referenced. never referenced, so we don't know. I guess you could assume that's the case, but really, the reason that uh, Kelly, McGillis, McGillis, yeah. Yeah, Kelly yeah, McGillis Kelly McGillis doesn't appear in the movie is because Hollywood's a sexist place. Yeah, there's no room for she so doesn't have those Hollywood good looks anymore. Yeah. yep. Yeah, there's yeah, Hollywood doesn't want to see and. Somebody who's unconventionally not attractive or unconventionally <laughs> She's attractive. She's conventionally
0: unattractive. Let's just say that. No offence to Kelly McGillis at all, but she is a, a regular person. Uh, yes. She doesn't have the Hollywood good looks anymore. So if That's he no was, fault of her own. If he
1: was a male, he'd be in this. Sorry. Should, what am I trying to say? What Hollywood trying to to say? Hollywood's
0: a sexist place. Of what I'm course. Trying to say
1: Well, I just thought it was funny that Val Kilmer gets a pass. He's okay. Yeah.
0: But if it's a woman, it's just M- Men like, always no get one. a pass in these circumstances. Unfortunately, actresses, women in Hollywood have like a used by date. Bullshit yeah. is what I say. They, I'm they get it. to a certain age, unless they're like a prestige actress like Judy Dench or uh, Maggie Smith. They have a use by date and you just don't see them, unfortunately, in movies after a certain age.
1: Yeah. Anyway, moving on. In your plot, Maverick meets the pilots. Uh, and you are right. That does happen. But also, you're right in the fact that Bob doesn't
0: have an actual name. He's actually just Robert yeah. and they just call him Bob, which yeah. is <laughs> exactly what happened. You didn't even mention Bob in the movie.
1: No, I didn't. And he was my favorite he character. He was your too. favorite
0: character when we were watching as it. As yeah. soon as he appeared on on the, on the screen,
1: I was like... My favourite character.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe that. I was just like,
1: oh my God, I made the same joke (laughs) as the movie did. Yes. Yes. So this scene happens. It happens in a bar and Maverick gets kicked out. But yeah, yeah, you're right there. Now you thought Rooster blames Maverick for Goose's death. I give you points for that. Mm -hmm. You said that Maverick tries to appeal to Rooster as Goose was his old friend. Two points. That does happen. There's a scene where that happens. It happens all the way through the movie. You thought that Phoenix... The pilot Phoenix would have to contend with sexism from other pilots.
0: Now there are a few scenes from it's the less f- likable pilots. Hangman, yeah. And yeah. his his cronies don't see it. Well, they have a few like sexist remarks towards mm. her, but nothing too severe. Not as Ham fisted as Captain Marvel was I I give you a point for it I give you two points actually Because that
1: does happen So it's
0: worth two points there There's a lot of talk about like Calling everybody a man And then turning to her And being like Oh no offence
1: Yeah yeah. Now you thought that Maverick Would step in to help her And give her some advice Nope But that does not happen There is no real relationship Between Maverick and Phoenix Nope He doesn't give a shit about her at all No there's no story arc With Phoenix at all She's just kind of there To to give one liners Yep, pretty much. Now you thought that Rooster would have confidence issues mm-hmm. and although he doesn't have panic attacks like
0: you thought you thought no. he'd be
1: in the in the plane just going, Oh my god, and freaking like start out, yeah. freaking out. That doesn't happen.
0: But he is overly safe and cautious. Yeah, he flies too slow, mm-hmm. which is pretty much essentially what I was insinuating. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. It's a dialed down version of what you said. In the movie, his lesson is he needs to trust his instincts and take risks. So yep. you're you're right there. I'll give
0: you two points for that. Yeah, I thought that was a good call on my behalf. When I was listening back, I was like, really? Why did I say that? It was true. (laughs) It was true. Where did I get that from? I guess if you're
1: comparing it to Maverick, I guess... That makes sense?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Makes sense. And you also- uh, If he has a trauma in his life related to like an aerial disaster, then why wouldn't he be cautious? Yeah,
1: because you were thinking of, well, Howard
0: Goose's death- I'm I'm thinking of logical plot jumps here rather than like, (laughs) let's have like the the rear admiral be the villain of the movie.
1: (laughs) I don't think that was a terrible guess. It just didn't happen. If it did happen, your face would be red. Sure. Anyway, you thought that Maverick would take the drill seriously to the surprise of the other pilots- uh ye- yeah. yes yeah. he essentially <laughs> throws out the manual like he's from Dead Poets society yeah, exactly
0: <laughs> So but he does take the drill seriously. He so does yeah I give you, it's not worth half he's, a point. He's unconventional, but he does take them seriously. Yeah. So, so he's serious in the way that he wants them to take risks so they will survive. yeah, but he's unconventional and this upset cyclone. Yeah,
1: so I'll give you a point for that because it's not worth two because it's not exactly right, but it's more yeah, sure. worthy than than half a point. Yeah. Now, you thought there would be a rivalry between Payback and Rooster. The mm. rivalry is between Hangman and Rooster yeah. or Hangman and everyone. So uh, Payback is a jerk, though, so yeah. I, I give so, you a point for that.
0: The character of Hangman, I thought he was Payback, as I mentioned earlier. Because mm-hmm. if you remember, I said, I don't know who that character is, but I'm going to presume he is Payback. The character I was referring to in the trailer was Hangman.
1: Now, Payback is Hangman's friend, who's like yeah, she's right. flunky, who's also being a jerk. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll give you a point for that. But it's actually Payback that's the antagonist. Of Hangman, this movie, Hangman, the internal antagonist. Hangman, Hangman. Yes.
0: Yeah, you said Payback.
1: Oh, sorry. Hangman is the antagonist.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I was I was on the right track, but because I got the wrong name, yeah, it's yeah, I was I was thrown off there. Mm-hmm.
1: Now you thought the bar scene would happen here, and Rooster would be playing piano. Uh, what you did say was you thought Maverick was going to have a quite somber moment, smoldering moment you yeah. said actually, which does happen I give you 2 points for well, we didn't see it in the trailer yep. standing on in a milk movie. crate outside the window <laughs> <laughs> peering at the r- you know the window's too high After for him got thrown out yeah Maybe he can't go on any of the roller coaster rides. Maybe that's what uh, gives him that edge that he wants to go really fast, fly planes and stuff. Uh, Why did I make fun of his height? I promised I wouldn't do it this episode. You've been doing it so much. I've been like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to stoop that low. And then you started doing it and stoop that low. You say, yes. And it's one on me. I'm not about making fun of people's physical attributes or shortcomings. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay. Anyway, you're terrible.
1: Anyway, you thought that he would meet Penny the bartender. Mm-hmm. Well done for mentioning Penny. Yep. Well done for calling exactly her re- her p- position in the in the movie. She's yep. a bartender. Now they do have a previous relationship, like you thought.
0: Yep. Uh, so she was the daughter of an admiral from the from somewhere in the air force. So. Okay, that was your
1: prediction, but th- was that
0: in the movie? No, that was in the movie. I predicted she'd be the daughter of the bartender, which is not.
1: Oh, that. you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, which isn't the case. Uh, but it does lead to a romantic relationship. I'll give you two yep. points there because that's that's pretty accurate. They they did have a previous relationship. Yep. She does work behind
0: the bar. They do start their relationship up again. Yeah. Uh, I guess we don't know that her dad didn't work at the bar. We know he was an admiral. But- well,
1: that's the thing because she seems very familiar with the Navy. She runs a Navy bar. Yeah. They all know her, her father was in the Navy, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course. So, she's linked with that. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, you got points for that. Now, you were right. You said that they would have a predictable romance. They do. Yep. It's very cheesy, but it was a lot of it's fun. Entirely predictable. Yes, yes. And you were right that there would be a gag where the daughter... And by the way, there was no information that I was aware of that there was a daughter. Yep. So you guessed there wasn't that there yep. was going to be a daughter. And you guessed the gender and you guessed the fact that there was going to be a child. So well done on that. You get points for that.
0: But I can't believe you're just about to mention this. Yes. I can't believe... That they're actually having like a getting hot and ready in the blue room, and then they're interrupted by the daughter. That exact thing happens in the movie.
1: So I give you two sets of two points for that because yes, the daughter ruins the mood. What a call! I know (laughs) that was a good one.
0: It's like I knew exactly what
1: this movie was going (laughs) to be. You were right that there would be a homoerotic football scene. Yep, I even said football instead of volleyball. Um, I don't. You said that they would pick a more masculine song. Now, this is up for debate. Is that song a masculine song? Well, it's I love it.
0: It's certainly more masculine than uh, playing with the boys. I think they picked an absolute banger.
1: That song was awesome. So, but who knows? But yeah, the football scene does happen. Maverick
0: does watch well, from the sidelines. Do I, did you give me points for yes. saying about the song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give cool. you points for okay, that. Okay, good. Yeah, don't worry. Because don't, I was thinking, don't worry, of, your pretty little head. I was thinking about the Footloose remake, which, by the way, Miles Teller was also in. Yes, where they we mas- said the
1: exact same thing in the last episode. Oh, we did, but yeah, yes. where
0: they masculined up the uh, the mo- the dance montage in the warehouse in that mm. movie. I'm like, they're going to do the same thing here, and
1: guess, they did. I
0: guess there was more like flexing and stuff going on. I was like, yeah. testosterone, and there were women involved. So yeah, yeah. Was so it's more all balanced. good. It's all good. It's balanced. They introduced two females in there. We're going to have to talk about women going nuts for Miles Teller. In that oh scene my too. god! Tell me about it when, when we're done here. Right.
1: Yeah, So back back to your plot. You said that Maverick would be watching from the sidelines, which he is, but he also he takes his off. shirt off and gets amongst it with the boys. Yep. You said that Payback would say some colourful things to
0: Goose. Yep. About... Again, I was it was so- intending it to be Hangman. Sorry,
1: sorry. Said said to Rooster about
0: Goose. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So in this plot, I'm just so he I'm, makes fun of his his dead father.
1: Yes, that's right. Now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna uh, extend an olive branch here. Be be nice and just pretend that we're talking about Hangman. Hangman sure. here. So I'm giving. It does you happen. Yeah, it does happen. So you just thought? Again, I couldn't believe it. Payback and Hangman. Why know, would he do that? Other way around. He's just being a jerk. Yeah. So it does happen. It results in a fight with Ma- which Maverick breaks up. Ding. Uh, you said that it would lead to Maverick saying some praising things about Goose. Uh, I
0: don't recall that that happens, but he definitely He'd already done up, that by this point. Yeah, he yeah. D-
1: he did break up the fight. That is true, and yeah, there's a separate scene where also he it wasn't happening in
0: the locker people. room either. I just want to point <laughs> no. that out. I yeah. said it would happen in the locker room after the game, but you yeah, know it happens after the football yeah. game, uh, just in the academy. Yeah,
1: that that whole that entirety give you three points there. One, one set of one point and a, two sets of points after that. Now you thought that Penny would have a jerk ex husband or ex boyfriend who Maverick nope. will beat up. This does not happen said that pilots have to fly a dangerous mission. Boy, do they. Now, you thought that would be flying into North Korea. I have mentioned in my notes here, make fun of Kieran if he um, makes fun of you for, for fighting the Japanese. Well, I actually said if I had to pick a
0: country, it would be North Korea. But I also specifically said. I,
1: I, I get to it. I get to it. Okay. Because so, you actually, when I pressed you on this, uh, when we had a conversation about it, you said that it would be vague and not pointed out. So. Yep. See, I, I wasn't I wasn't gonna take anything yeah. away from you, man. Yeah, so you you don't you were very very close when you said that because you said that they they would be vague. You would think that they might be some like Asian country. In actuality, we do not know the yeah. nationality at all. It's not reference. There's no at all. indication at all where they might be from. They're just they're just called the enemy. They're bad guys. Yeah. So I guess neither of us thought it would be. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now you thought that Hammer was supposed to lead the pilots on a mission but dies in the training of that mission and there's a funeral scene wasn't it cyclone or did i say ham Cy- cyclone sorry yeah you did yeah. say you did say
0: cuz i meant john ham
1: yes that's right that's right my apologies there cuz i've got ham in my notes here but yeah so you thought cyclone would die in the in the movie this doesn't happen you thought the the, the funeral in the movie was going to yeah, be cyclone
0: instead of uh, iceman's funeral i thought it was going to be Cyclone's,
1: right? which would lead maverick to have to take the helms and lead the mission himself Yeah. Um, now i give you half a point here because This kind of happens later on when Maverick is dismissed. Uh, Cyclone takes over, and then Maverick takes back
0: over. Yeah, because he just goes and jumps in a plane and proves that the mission is doable. (laughs) That's right. And they're like, "Oh, well." Cyclone has no choice but to be like, "Well, I guess you're doing the mission yourself then." Yes. You you just presumed as well that even though Maverick was brought into the academy as an instructor, you just presumed that he'd be flying the mission. Where I actually came up with a reason for him to be flying the mission. You did. Because why would an instructor be flying the mission himself? Yeah, I don't know. No idea. You didn't know because you didn't predict <laughs> you <laughs> that it would
1: be the case. <laughs> oh, you know, I just thought they'd go with it. Now, in your plot, Maverick has to take over. This was always the plan. Uh, but due to Maverick's fancy instructions, so when he's leading the mission, uh, they are successful. This is the case. Yep. In the movie, Maverick has a bold plan that is very risky but pays off. I give you two points yep. there. Surprisingly- oh boy, is
0: it risky! Surprisingly, have to fly through like the Death Star trenches. <laughs> it was pretty much Star Wars. <laughs> it was pretty
1: much. It was yeah, pretty much Star Wars. I New
0: Hope. I couldn't believe it. It was like down to like firing the photon <laughs> torpedo down into the the exhaust shaft. Pretty much Star Wars. Exactly. Now this is this is a point
1: that you got wrong, but I'm really surprised that you got wrong because you said. That someone was going to die.
0: No one yeah, dies in this died. mission. No I was one. very surprised. Even in the cinema, we're sitting there taking bets on who was going to be killed <laughs> off. and Nobody was. Yeah. When when the uh, opening, well, sorry. When when the last scene
1: happened, when they went off in the mission, we turned to each other and we're just like, "All right, bets of who's going to die." Yeah. And we had like, yeah, I can't remember what. we like, said. Payback's definitely yeah. going to die. <laughs> payback's dead. Uh, I thought I thought Hangman might die. I thought yeah. he might like sacrifice himself. Nope. Everyone Not was fine. Not at all. Everyone was fine. How crazy? You said that Rooster would gain confidence at the end of the movie this is yep. the case and overcomes his negative feelings about maverick definitely the case yep. two sets of two points there four points in total you said that maverick refuses a promotion from Iceman. i guess so <laughs> he can't he's been accept doing or, that his
0: whole career he can't accept or
1: refuse it at the moment in the actual movie yeah. but you said in in your plot Iceman's still alive he refuses a promotion he's been doing
0: that his whole career though in the actual movie
1: and decides to retire once the mission is over Oh, sorry. Say oh, again. Sorry. He refuses. He decides to retire. So, yeah. And once the mission is
0: over. So, everyone celebrates that they won. I like that in my movie, he decides to retire. He's not forced to retire, yeah. like in the actual movie.
1: Yeah. In in the movie, pretty much how it ends is everyone just celebrates. Um, and yeah. we're left not really knowing. We know that he gets together with Penny, but we don't actually know what, what happens to Maverick. I guess it's up yeah. to your assumption. But, you know,
0: he could retire, I guess. Well, I don't think he's been given a choice. Yes. I don't think he has a choice. So, uh,
1: Maverick gets with Penny at the mm-hmm. end. Good job. I give you two points there. Thank you for including Penny in your plot. Yep. We're still <laughs> reflecting on that. Now, I thought it was funny to note here because we sort of had a conversation of if uh, Maverick would die. And we oh, said that- we I didn't s-
0: realize we talked about that. Yeah.
1: And, and and I believe- I agreed with you. This is not me saying, I can't believe you said this, but I agreed with you too. said that, oh, they would never kill off an iconic character. In fact, I think yeah, I said that's that's that. Right, we I kind of this. agreed on that. We're like, what if he dies? And we're like, oh, th- that could
0: happen. And we were kind of, we're like, imagine if they did. Has and- Tom Cruise ever died in a movie? Um, as far as I, I know, don't. I was thinking about it the other day. As far as I know, I don't think I've ever I seen him die in a so. movie. I, I think it's think in so. his contract that he can't be killed. Can't be killed. Can't because be killed. there was a theory back when Mission Impossible, what was it, Mission Impossible 5 was coming out. Mm. There was a theory that Tom Cruise was going to be killed off in the opening scene and Jeremy Renner was going to take over the role. Oh. But he is still playing Ethan Hunt in the in, in Mission Impossible 7 what and 8. It? I'm sh- sure there's a movie that he dies in, but- as far as can't I can think, think of, of off the top of my head, I can't think of one.
1: But I thought it was funny because we were saying, oh, you can't kill off an no Iconic oh, of character. Oh, sorry, my bad. Yes.
0: Collateral. He dies in Collateral. Never seen that. I literally so. watched that two weeks ago and he definitely dies at the end of that movie because I was surprised.
1: There you go. There you go. Yeah, no, back to this point. I thought it was funny because this is previous to uh, James Bond dying, no an yeah. Iconic character dies. And we were just like, they
0: never do that. That'll never happen. Well, yeah. Yeah. Daniel Craig's James Bond, I it was sort of inevitable with him, just given the like the path that that, oh, that yeah. character was going down. But Tom Cruise, Maverick, I could never see them killing off that character. Mm. It just, people would be up in arms, more so than mm. like James Bond. But there is a scene in the movie where they make it look... They try really hard to make it look like Maverick dies. And I was sitting in the cinema going, there is no way. Yeah. Not for a hot <laughs> second do I believe that any danger has befallen this man. I was starting to think that they might go in that direction. I was like, well, maybe... Because his plane gets shot down, you see it go down and crash in a fire explosion. We don't see Maverick Mm -hmm. for a while, but I was like, "There is no way! (laughs) I do not believe for a second that he's not going to be fine." Uh,
1: Anyway, that was your plot. Yeah. And uh, how well did I do? Oh, you did pretty good. You did. Um, let me see. Oh, with the bonus points as well. Um, you got twelve points.
0: (laughs) I'm just joking. I'm just
1: judging you. I'm just judging you. You Actually, got sixty-one points.
0: Sixty-one points. Mm -hmm. That's thirty more points. Well, 29 and a half more points than you got. Yeah, okay. You don't need to rub it in my face. I you. was not expecting to do that well, to be honest, because I was listening back to both of our plots and I was like, oh, we both weren't like dead on the money. But in reflection, I guess I got a lot of the beats of the movie pretty much dead on. Can I say what I noticed about your plot?
1: First half of the movie, like the beginning stages of the movie, you actually absolutely nailed. Like, yeah. absolutely nailed what else it. is new? Beat for beat. The second half was shaky There's like a point in your plot Where you have no idea And you can listen back to that episode You can tell that you have no idea And you you start making these
0: vague guesses You're just like Oh I guess the Do you remember with Thor last week? (laughs) Where we got to a point where we're like, we don't know what's going to happen, and we have nothing. (laughs) Yeah, let's just say Thor wanders around for a bit. It was the same circumstance here.
1: So, so all your points were pretty much, you know, Maverick coming to the academy, Maverick
0: doing like instructor stuff, all that sort of stuff at the beginning. But I got a lot of plot elements from the second half. You did, but Rooster getting his confidence back. True, them succeeding in the mission. Like that wasn't going to happen. (laughs) But uh, a lot of your points came from the first half of the movie. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But that's always the way mm. because the trailers are always just the first half of the movie, <laughs> yes. and they don't spoil the third act at all. That's just the rule. That's it. That's unless it's it. Jurassic World Dominion spoilers for that movie. But anyway, but
1: I'm surprised how uh, far we are apart because I thought um, our plots were yeah, kind of very, very similar in a lot of ways. I think I guess things that you didn't guess and vice that's versa. Right. But when I listened back to it, yeah, you did do a better job at this one than me. To be fair.
0: I agree with that, too. <laughs> of <laughs> to, course you to agree. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Well, we, the point system doesn't lie, does it? Nope. The, oh, the- well. What can I say? I'm happy with that. But were you happy with the movie, Matty D? What were your thoughts on Top Gun Maverick? Ooh, I already know the answer because I saw the movie with him. <laughs> Do you? But, well, he's, he's had a week or two to reflect on the on the viewing experience. I think it's been a week and a half since we've seen it. We saw it Wednesday last week. So it's been, yeah, a week and a half since we've seen it. Has it grown in your esteem? Has it lessened in your esteem? What are your thoughts?
1: Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Because as anybody who listened to the previous episode would know, I'm not a Top Gun fan.
0: Yeah, you weren't a fan of that original movie. This
1: wasn't a movie for me. I wasn't looking forward to this movie. Now, you, Kieran, will know that as we went into the
0: movie, I bought the biggest, biggest popcorn I could buy. So What's funny is he actually forgot what movie we were watching. So we were sitting there watching the trailers, and then when, like, Top Gun Maverick came up on the screen, he's like, oh, that's right. We're watching Top Gun. he would forgotten.
1: I remember having my popcorn there and being like, this will be the best thing in this movie, Kieran, for me. Right. This popcorn. And when I watched it, I was kind of, like, really reluctantly watching it. Sure. And, I, and it finished, my first thought was, if you're a fan of Top Gun... You will really like this movie. Yeah, which I say to anybody who's a fan of that original movie. They nailed it. They had the spirit of the movie. They made a lot. It had a lot of love and a lot of reference to the original. They did. They did just the same movie. If you ask me, well, they did everything justice. Um, and I and I was kind of like, regardless of how I feel, this was a good Top Gun movie, and this is a movie that the fans will like. So Mm. they nailed it. They they did a really good job.
0: And everybody I've spoken to- So this to, is your initial thought yeah. on walking out of the cinema. And I do remember you saying that yes, too. Yes,
1: yes. And talking to people, that's pretty much- A lot of the Top Gun fans I know are saying that. They really loved it. And the more I kind of thought about it, the more I came to like it. I, I Oh, wow. Look I at that. I won't say I love it as a movie, but it was really- Did you watch it again? Yeah, I think so. Well, there you go, because th- you don't have to. There's th- no obligation to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it will be a while before I watch it again. But you know what, Kieran, this was a fun movie. Uh, it was very, it was very well done and very beautiful. Like the way it was all shot and everything mm. like that. It didn't take itself too seriously. It was very much a cheesy '80s throwback movie. Yeah. Um, everybody was having fun with it. The soundtrack was great. Oh, the Hans Zimmer score? Yeah. You're a I, fan of it? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I, I And it just had a nice little spirit about it. It was uh, This movie was just a lot of fun. Mm. And this is from somebody who hated... Yeah, I'm going to say it now, because like I was a little easy on the original Top Gun movie, because I didn't want to offend anyone. But I hated that movie so much. It was boring. Hated it. Always thought it was overrated. So this is from somebody who hated that movie. Went into this movie with my arms tightly folded, saying, like, I'm going to shit on this movie. I'm going to hate this movie because fuck it. It's a Top Gun movie. It was a really fun movie.
0: Interesting, because when you walked out of the cinema, I remember you going, like, I can see why Top Gun fans would really like it, but I didn't care for it.
1: Yeah. No, it warmed on me the more I thought about it. And it, it, it's become part of my
0: running soundtrack as well. Oh wow, you're listening to the soundtrack as you're running around. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I there are a few movies that if they have a really good soundtrack, they make their way onto my exercise uh, you know, playlist. Wow. <laughs> when I'm at the gym or I'm gonna regime my morning runs. So yeah, this this a few songs on a few songs from this movie made it in there. But uh Bye the- <laughs> Playing with the boss. It it has its lulls. it has its like boring bits, it has its I don't really give a shit. But for the most part, fun movie. What can you say other than that? Did
0: a good job? Quite like you, I wasn't a fan of that original movie. I remember it was being super hyped before I first watched it. Uh, I told the full story in that original episode. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already. But yeah, I wasn't a fan of that movie either. I've never really liked it. I, I didn't mind the soundtrack of the original movie. I had that on my playlist, I suppose. Not from when I run around, but yeah, I guess just to listen to it in my leisure time. So I think the only thing that I really appreciated from the first movie was the soundtrack. So as we know, when we heard that Hans Zimmer was going to be doing the score for this new movie, I wasn't excited. But if nothing else, I've got to say the score was acceptable. They, they had enough callbacks to the original Harold Fultemeyer score that, you know, it felt nostalgic enough. But for the most part, like the soundtrack just sort of bled into the background. I couldn't even mm-hmm. tell you how the song goes that they were playing football to because it had, had so little impact on me. I
1: love that song. Is it One Republic,
0: right? I don't know. You're the fan. It starts with whistling. Yeah, I, I couldn't, like <laughs> I said, <laughs> I walked out of the movie and just couldn't remember the song because it wasn't as memorable as Kenny Loggins to me. Okay. But the movie itself, I've got to say, like, when I walked out of the movie, I remember thinking, like, yeah, that wasn't bad. It was, it was fun enough. Because, yeah, quite like you, I thought there was a lot of bits, especially towards the start of the movie, that were kind of slow and I wasn't interested in it, especially all of, like, the training stuff in the Academy. I'm like, I could really do without this. But when they actually went and did the mission and they were like flying around, and you could tell that they were f- really flying in jets. I got like so into it. Like, I did the thing where I was so invested in what was happening. Whenever the jet would like steer to the left or right, my like <laughs> knees would go jerk to the left <laughs> and right as though like I was in the plane because I forgot that I was watching a movie. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I found like the dogfights at the end, they were, they were pretty exciting and I had a lot of fun with that. And it was a fairly like, light, easygoing movie. So it was pretty easy to digest. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, but quite like you, I had a lot of fun with it. So I wasn't unhappy when I walked down to the cinema. I'm never going to watch it again because I don't care enough to watch it again. Yeah, sure. It's about 40 minutes too long, if you ask me. Yes, it's agreed. a sequence where it feels like the movie's wrapping up, but then uh, Tom Cruise and uh, oh. Miles Teller have to escape from uh, uh, the enemy base. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that, that that whole scene
1: in the movie, We neither of us predicted it would happen, but... Their ships go down. They have yeah, to like behind enemy lines, wander around the the woods or or wherever they are, and and, and that was like I was kind of like that's an interesting choice. Why are they doing that? Like, why do you want to see this and talk Adding about out me? the runtime? True, true. But I kind of thought it was cool that he reunites with his old jet i'm assuming yeah, it's right. his old jet well it's was not a- his
0: old jet it's just the kind of jet that he flew in the, the model in the yeah. first movie so yeah. i could see that i liked. i liked the dogfight that they had i mean as it, i mentioned already yeah i mean it's like you know when james bond is reunited with one of the his aston, old Martin. aston Martins, it'd be yeah, the same the thing in
1: that audience you know yeah pretty much
0: but yeah it, it was good enough but overall the movie was good enough it's not a movie that i'd watch again i wouldn't recommend it to people who aren't top gun fans you're not going to get anything out of it but yeah i had a good enough time i was surprised at how much fun i had with the movie so, yeah, it's I guess it's a, a semi-glowing recommendation. Yeah. As in, like, it was good enough, but I didn't love the movie. Two
1: Maverick thumbs up. Yeah, I, I'm going to give half a thumbs
0: up. <laughs> a, a Tom Cruise-sized thumb up.
1: Leave him, <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone.
0: I tell you what, for me, this has been a great year for Tom Cruise because- I thought this movie was good. I thought he was good in the movie. He was attempting some range in Top Gun Maverick. Yes, let's let's talk about this because I think we deserve to to praise the man a little bit because he was really doing a lot
1: in this movie, acting yeah. wise. Because he could really just easily just do the same phoned-in Tom Cruise performance that he always does, but he he was delivering emotional range. He was doing a lot here. Yeah, but he was charming. I've got, say,
0: I've got to say, every Tom Cruise movie that I've watched this year, I've liked. And I've always been one to avoid Tom Cruise movies because typically I find his performances pretty wooden and I find the man himself pretty arrogant, though he sort of won me around this year. I watched a lot of the later Mission Impossible movies and really enjoyed those. I obviously re-watched Risky Business and really liked him in that. I saw him in Collateral, enjoyed him in that as a villain. And yeah, saw him in Top Gun Maverick, as I said, and yeah, thought he did a great job in that too. So yeah, it's it's just all thumbs up for me for Tom Cruise this year. But if you asked me last year, or if you asked me two years ago, I would have been like, ugh. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch a Tom Cruise movie.
1: Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have watched Top Gun if it' not for this show. So it's kind yeah, of kind of a good thing, right?
0: Yeah, it's a great thing.
1: Kicking goals here. Yeah. Are we going to talk about Miles Teller? Oh, if we must. You found fandom. Now yeah. we, you and I, have been a fan of Miles Teller for, for, for a while because since we saw him in Footloose. Yeah, the kid can act. He he can act up a storm. I yeah. I always thought that he was going to be the next superstar, and I never really understood why he was kind of hidden from. You know, the limelight, essentially.
0: Yeah. But, my God, (laughs) has he exploded? People love him in this movie. Let's just say women love him in this movie. (laughs) I've heard so much excitement from lots of women.
1: He's a good-looking
0: guy. Um, When he had his shirt off during the football scene. And he shredded. You could hear, like, moistening (laughs) in the theatre. Let's just say that. (laughs) What
1: I'm loving, by the way, is this movie happened, and all of a sudden, really strange. I'm seeing a lot of mustaches around. I had one already Let's just say Yeah that. Kieran Kieran's trying to look like Miles Teller everyone
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had one before I had one years before you, This movie you, came you out You're going
1: to so. shave it off now Because everyone else Yeah is that's to- right <laughs> But yes Have you noticed this Everyone's growing a moustache And I don't think it's a coincidence
0: No I think moustaches Are just in at the moment uh-huh. I've been seeing them before Top Gun Maverick came out I'm seeing more and more of them And I think this movie's just Pushing it Boom. back over the line it's going to give it the mustache that Kickstarter really needed. Yeah, but it's interesting, right? He, he ticked all the boxes uh, for for, so. for that demographic, right?
1: Yeah, surprisingly so. Ripped. He plays the piano. Yeah. He's a military he man. He great balls of fire. He we loves, loves his, great balls of fire. He loves his family. <laughs> he has a mustache. He drives slowly. He, he drives slowly. He's a hothead, so he's passionate.
0: Well, Miles Teller is everywhere at the moment, because I've also been watching The Offer. I'm like the one person watching The Offer, <laughs> and he's the main character in that. So, yeah, I'm getting a whole heap of yep. Miles Teller every week. So, my prediction, this is a side
1: prediction, is we're going to see him in a Marvel project.
0: Really? Yeah, I reckon. He's already been in one. Oh, what? Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, but he's going to be in another one, just because of the success of this movie. Yeah, we That's will see. That's what I think.
1: That's what I think. I'm putting it out there.
0: Okay. Is that the sign of success now? You get put into a Marvel project? Yeah. So Robert Redford he wasn't successful until they put him in Winter Soldier.
1: No, Marvel just like banks on the success of, you know, what's happening at the moment. They're just like, "Oh, grab this guy, put him in."
0: Well, okay, if that happens, then I'll give you just kudos points in the future. <laughs> Let's wrap it up for another week. Let's we've we've talked for way too long this week. I didn't think this would be a long show, but yeah, here you go. Let us know your thoughts on Top Gun Maverick. Did you enjoy the movie? Did you think it didn't live up to the legacy of the previous movie? Let us know your thoughts. Send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com, or you can hunt us down on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. Now, before we jump in our jets and fly off in our, in our personal jets and fly off to showboat for another week, let's talk about what movie we're going to be predicting next week. Manny D, I don't know if you're going to be disappointed or excited because uh, I promised you that we would be covering uh, the animated movie DC League of Super Pets, but I've what? taken that I've taken that off no. the schedule because I can't do it. I can't watch another CGI animated kids this movie. This looks great. Though. And if we didn't do it, we would miss the opportunity to cover Jordan Peele's next directorial effort. I'm so mad at you right now.
1: <laughs> we're not doing super pets, no. but we're. D- oh.
0: So next week, we're going to be predicting what's going to happen in the Jordan Peele movie Nope I'm- instead of DC League of Super Pets. I'm so mad right now. Which we are never covering. I'm so angry. I was looking forward to that movie so much. Well, you can go and watch it in your leisure time, <sighs> but now you're obligated to watch Jordan <laughs> Peele as well. Is it because
1: I didn't give you enough points? I gave you 61. No, no.
0: Well, I didn't know how many points I got before this. Is this point. for a previous prediction? Are you more punishing people, me? More people are going to be interested in what Jordan Peele's putting out than DC League of Super Pets. Let's I, just say that. I disagree. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Write in if you disagree with me. If you agree with Manny D, which would you rather hear us cover: DC League of Super Pets or Nope? <laughs> I think it's all in the title, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nope is what I said to when I wrote down DC League of Super Pets. You just don't want me to have any fun. Nope. That's why we covered Top Gun. <laughs>
1: Well, you look, you, it, turn around. Maybe, nope, turn will be around, maybe nope
0: will be just as good. Maybe there'll be a fancy football scene in Nope. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. So until we return next week for Nope, see you next week.
1: I feel the need, the need for speed in Scientology.
0: Not just speed.